It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. We all know the feeling. We get up, we're miserable until we have that first coffee. But the problem is you don't feel like seeing anyone until after you've had that coffee. Well, Tim Hortons has you covered now. They're testing this new thing out in Tecumseh. There's a conveyor belt that brings you your food in the drive-thru. I still have to talk to the drive-thru attendant, right? All right, can I have a large coffee with two creams and three sweeteners? Yeah, but then they'll just say, yeah. Then you drive up and some conveyor belt adjusts to the height of your vehicle and you get the stuff delivered right to your car. You don't have to interact with anybody. Then you have your coffee, then you're good to go. But what if they use, like, urban garlic cream cheese instead of the plain like I ordered? Oh, that's the problem. You got to park. And you got to go inside. (laughs) And then you got to make a scene. Part of the reason I love ordering from Domino's Pizza, customize your pizza on the app. You hit order and you pay on the app. And then you pull up to the pizza shop next to our station and you press the little button that says I'm here and somebody brings you your pizza to the car and then you drive away. Though I think the Tim Hortons app does that too. You can pre-order and then show up. Yeah, but Domino's Pizza has good food. Oh. That's the difference here. And just like the staff, the conveyor belt doesn't get paid breaks, though. I used to always hate picture day at school. Because you were ugly? No, because I'd have to dress up for the day. And it was so uncomfortable. You go to school and you get your pictures back and you're like, oof, I look terrible. Yeah, you get those pictures back now and you say the same thing. I know. Picture day went hilariously wrong, though, at this school in Indiana. So they decided to have picture day on St. Patrick's Day. Kids showed up wearing green. Little did they know that the photographer uses a green screen. Oh, no. So then he would add like a farm scene or a mountain scene later. Some fall leaves. Yeah, whatever you want. The parents got the proofs in the mail and it just looked like their kid was a floating head. Yes. (laughs) But do you buy more photos for that reason? Yes. Because it's kind of special from other years. I think they're on to something. That's kind of cute. So you would do this for your kids kind of growing up. You'd get the proofs in the mail, and it has the watermark of the photo company yeah. on it. My kids just did not take good pictures. So we could hardly justify buying the actual prints. So we've got them in our photo album with the watermark on it. You didn't pay for them? You bought the free ones that have the company logo all yeah, over your kids' face? I can face? still tell what they look like. Good enough for me. <laughs> Okay, but this is because you're cheap, right? It's not because you don't love your kids. It's because you are a cheap, cheap man. Yeah. Eric Church, he calls his fans the church choir. (laughs) So he had a message posted to the church choir. He says, I know this is really selfish, but I'm canceling my show Saturday night in Texas He's because... canceling a Saturday show? A Saturday show. Like, this is a Wednesday show. It's like, all right, whatever. At least I'll sleep okay for work. Yeah. Why he's canceling it? Because he loves basketball. He's a lifelong fan of the Carolina basketball team. The Tar Heels. The Tar Heels, yeah. Yeah, and they're playing Duke this weekend. And he's like, this is so important to me. This is my thing. And I, I just can't be on stage knowing that's happening. I'm taking the night off. Is this fair to do to the fans? Because some fans pretty upset. They have the hotel booked. Some fans have already flown to Texas to see him. But that's like the Brothers Osborne pulling out of music in the fields last second. You know what I mean? It's like, we got your campsite booked. You got your tube top ordered. You've got your cowboy hat ready. You know, and then all of a sudden, it'd be a letdown. Do you order tube tops? I don't know. (laughs) 
But then on the other side as well, he's a lifelong Tar Heels fan. It's rare they play Duke in the finals, and he's saying, hey, I want to spend this quality time with my family. You can't get that back. I know, so I get that as well because I'm a performer as well, and I regret sometimes playing every Saturday night. I missed a lot of family time. Your family didn't regret it, though. They were happy you were gone. <laughs> they were like, yeah, he's gone. Dad's no. gone. No, I feel like we missed out on some basketball games or camping trips and stuff over the years. Yeah, you won. Watch sports. Stop lying to people. I watch the odd sports. Spoken like a true sports fan. I watch the odd sports. (laughs) I missed out on taking my kids to other concerts that weren't me. Because I was always performing myself. Oh, mom, he's playing piano man again. Stop (laughs) yelling at your father. He worked hard on that harmonica part. That would be tough, though, right? Say big artist. I don't know, Shania Twain. Mm. She comes to Clinton for some reason. And she's like, you know, I'm bailing on my Clinton show because there's a Leafs game. Leafs are in the finals against the Mm. St. Louis Blues. And I'm a big fan of the Leafs and Ryan O'Reilly. So I'm going to cancel. That'd be tough. But it would never happen because the Leafs in the finals. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha. We did this whole break for a crappy Leafs joke. Yeah, it took a while to get there. You're welcome. Florida has now enlisted the help of robots to pick up litter on some of their beaches. Goes over the top layer of the sand and it gets rid of the cigarette butts, bottle caps, and leftover slippers from children, plastic straws, leftover little plastic shovels from children. The Godrich Beach, it's all the trash is like children's stuff balls. No, cigarettes. Children aren't smoking cigarettes. They are in Florida. At first I thought, well, this is amazing. Robots doing this great thing for the environment. And then I thought, no, this is terrible. Have we de-evolved so badly that we're in that movie Wally right now? That's a great movie. Where they literally had robots that went around cleaning up the litter because there was so much litter on Earth that they had to take to the skies. Yeah, but they also had hover chairs. Right. They just ate all day and walked around on hover chairs. At least we have hover chairs to look forward to. Yeah. But I think we need some of these robots out on the Maitland Trail. Dog crap cleaning up machine. Oh, people just leave their dog poo everywhere. The robots will clean it up and then you can waltz away on your floating chair, just like the movies. There seems to be a Guinness World Record for everything now. The latest thing, there was his dad in California. He decided to run a half marathon with his quintuplets. Quintuplets is five kids? <laughs> five kids. Five four-year-olds. So, he, it, like, is he holding their hands? He's like, run faster! No, he's no. pushing them in a stroller. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Push them in a stroller. <laughs> the story's less barbaric. But it does sound like a nightmare, though, because he says while he was running for two hours and 19 minutes, they kept yelling, run faster, Dad. Oh, no. And he's like, oh, I don't even think I can go any further. <laughs> but, of course, no one else has done this record. Who has quintuplets to do the record with? You should try to do this record with your son. You get your son in a stroller, see if you can run a half marathon with him. I could set a world record for half marathon run while pushing your 19-year-old. So that's never been done. And he kind of looks like you, so if he colored his hair brown, you could trade off. Nobody would know the difference. There's not enough TV shows for farmers. A reality show coming to CTV called Farming for Love. (laughs) It's like The Bachelor, but with corn. It follows the journeys of five rural Canadian singles on their quest for romance. 
and they get some urban singles to come to the farm, and they got to try to woo them. Have a series of challenges and stuff. Like, probably the first challenge will be, like, the city guy's shoveling manure, and he'll be like, whoa, it sure stinks here. What's that smell? And they didn't bring boots. Wearing, like, $400 designer jeans that aren't designed for work. What, I have to take off my watch to milk cows? Maybe it'll result in some successful farming relationships. Yeah, maybe if the farmers are lucky, they'll get plowed. Well, maybe it'll work out for some of them and they'll combine families. There's a lady who comes to the farm. The farmer's got the right moves. Maybe they can attract her. Yeah. If she wins him over, the city boy, she must be outstanding in her field. A little cafe called the Bear Bistro. It's at the Bear Oaks nudist colony. Or they call them naturist parks now. Naturist? They're not bird watching. Well, it's, boob watching. It sounds, well, no, they're not. Everyone's comfortable with their bodies there. And sometimes they like to go to the little bistro naked. And not only do the people go there naked, but the chef cooks naked. Okay, this is an important distinction. Is the chef wearing an apron? No. What? Apparently not. Is she cooking breakfast? There's a lot of fried food in breakfast. She even cooks bacon and burgers, apronless. Oh, no. Can you imagine the burns? Oh, I don't want to get burned there. I don't know if there's a market for this. Maybe there should be spinoffs of some of our local restaurants, but with the whole nudist twist. Okay. Bartlifts and Clinton could be buttlifts? Yes. The Sky Ranch just outside of Godrich? Thigh Ranch. Yes. And, of course, West Street Willie's. You don't have to change a thing. The Toronto Zoo. I used to always love taking the kids there. It's always a good time. And I used to like seeing the birds. What birds? What? Well, obviously the big birds like the ostriches and emus. And then there would be like some birds on display that you didn't even know existed. They had like a human face. And they're looking at you and you're like, ah. That's well, the zookeeper. Oh, because of this bird flu that's been going around, closed down their bird section at the zoo. Oh, that's tough, man. Yeah. Maybe this is good news for the Canadian section of the Toronto Zoo. It's like a three-hour walk. You got to go way up a hill, down a hill, into the woods, and at the end, the reward is moose, at least. There's moose, there's raccoons, I think there's a couple beavers. Just stuff you see. It's just stuff I see <laughs> when I'm out on the Maitland Trail. You want to see a free beaver, you go down to the Menacetung Bridge in Godrich. I'm not paying money to see that stuff. And if you're worried about the bird flu, it's not going to affect operations at the Wingham KFC, so don't worry. I feel bad for this guy. He's kind of famous online. He calls himself the Unipiper because he rides around on a unicycle playing bagpipes that shoot flames with a Darth Vader mask. So this guy's not only a Star Wars nerd, he plays bagpipes and rides a unicycle. That's the trifecta, son. The trifecta of the most annoying person, perhaps. <laughs> but the story gets sad or good, depending on your outlook. Someone stole his unicycle. Aww. Aww. Now all he is is a Star Wars nerd and a bagpipe player. And he's single, ladies or fellas. He's really, really single. Now all he is is a Celtic Blue Highlander. Yeah, he might as well live in Godrich. So everyone's been talking about the big slap at the ox 
Oscars, the big things, the negative things that happened. But there was a lot of little positive things that happened. There By was a, a lot of little positive things, we mean one that Matt noticed. Keith Urban. He's a really sweet guy, man. They walked up on the red carpet, Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman. And the interviewer, you could tell, wanted to talk to both of them. Because Keith Urban is a superstar. They're both superstars. And she kept asking questions and kept trying to bring Keith Urban into the conversation. But I could tell he was determined to not talk into that mic as if to say, like, no, honey, this is your night. Just because I'm a superstar, I'm not going to take away from your night. You do all the talking. Even Nicole kept looking at him, like, hoping that he would chime in on something. And he wasn't. He was just, no, just standing there with a smile, supporting her. And I, I really noticed that. I thought it was really cool. You thought that was supportive? Yeah. No, I think that's vindictive. Why? I think she... Like, it's an award ceremony. It's long. You're wearing an uncomfortable outfit. Nobody wants to go to those things. I think she dragged him along, just like he probably drags her along to all these music things he goes to, <laughs> right. all dressed up. And he's like, no, I'm not, I'm not saving you here. You wanted to come here. You answer all the questions. I'm going to stand back. I'm not taking your sunshine. You take your own sunshine. I'm not saving you. No, that's yeah, not no. what was going on. L I, less aggressive than that, but I, but I think when they go to music things, she's like, yeah, I'm not talking. I'm, yeah, I'm movie star Nicole Kidman. You're music star Keith Urban. You do the talking. But it's true. It's like that's when when she goes to the country thing, she's probably like, no, this is my night off. This is all you. I'll wear the dress, but I'm yeah. not moving my lips. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is your job, Herb. I think she calls him Herb. I'm off the clock. That's basically what he was doing. I'm sure it was loving. Yeah. And they're both Australian, so they're both nice. 2012, this gentleman was arrested, Richard Vallier, old Dickie Val, for stealing 2,700 tons of maple syrup. That's a lot of money. $18 million worth of maple syrup, selling it on the black market. The Supreme Court of Canada has now upheld this ruling that he has to pay $9 million in fines. Apparently sold it along the American East Coast. Anybody who would buy it needed maple syrup. So he'd just go up to people and, like, have code names for syrup? He'd have a trench coat and he'd open yeah. it and it'd be filled with bottles of maple syrup. <laughs> People coming up to him like, yeah, you got any of this sap? Got any of that sticky? Yeah, you got some of the drip in there? Give me two liters of Jemima. What's in the truck? Any uh, tree blood? I need 12 ounces of table. You got any shanty? Bro, you got any liquid brown? Eric Church canceled his concert for Saturday night in San Antonio. Why? Because he wants to go to the basketball game. Basketball fan of the Carolina Tar Heels really wants to see the game. They're playing Duke in the Final Four. Fans are mad. A lot of people already flown into Texas for the concert. He bailed on a show in the American South, a country music show on a Saturday night. Brutal! Bud Light's coming to the rescue. Felt their pain, and they partnered up with six different pubs in the area. And you can go there and get some free Bud Light. How much free Bud Light? Because I, I need like five to start feeling a buzz. Not only do you have the disappointment of not going to see Eric Church, you have the disappointment you get every time you have Bud Light. Free Bud Light, it could have been worse. They could have gotten a performance from Florida Georgia Line. There is a few strange ways that economists can predict if a recession is coming. One of them is called the underwear index. So this is where they look at underwear sales. And if underwear sales dip, like they did back at the last recession, the 2007 to 8 one, as things were getting better, people bought underwear again. The point here is that, you know, if you're that pinched in your finances, you're probably not deciding to replace those underwear, even though you need new ones. Don't say pinch and underwear in the same sentence. <laughs> but I think this is true. I was telling you, I can't remember ever 
buying underwear. Never. They just show up You're somehow. making men look bad. I know, but There's they... a stereotype that men can't buy their own underwear for whatever reason, whether it's we're dumb or forgetful, and you're living into the cliche. I know I am, but somehow underwear just magically appears, I think, Christmases. Somebody has to buy it for you because you're too forgetful or stupid to buy it for yourself. But I'll make those last for 10 years. And I'm not criticizing. I do the same thing. I know. All my underwear was bought by Trish. She bought like quality stuff from Mark's Work Warehouse. So it washes good and the material's still good. But damn if I don't buy it myself. Yeah. And because of this, it, you'd have to have a little extra money to even maybe think of going out and buying underwear. So it's uh. maybe a good indicator of how we're doing financially. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dumb criminals make Matt and I so happy. This one's out of Barrie. Police got a call about someone trying to get into unlocked vehicles. It's going around to various cars around the mall there in Barrie. So police go to the area. They find the suspect. But they were able to track them down because of footprints in the snow. Oh, my goodness. Time and time again, these idiot criminals don't realize when there's a layer of snow... You don't try to rob people. There's footprints back to where you're going. Well, you should know by now. You're 72 years old, this guy, right? Suspect 72-year-old man. How do you not know that you make footprints in the snow? And there's a couple things, too. You don't try to steal cars when it's snowing. You do it when it's raining. It makes you harder to identify because of the rain, right? It's just harder yeah. to see long distances. And then the rain washes away any footprints. Oh, yeah. This guy is an amateur. And also, 72-year-olds have a smell, right? A little bit of a smell. Smell. Like yeah. if your car is parked at work and then you get back in and mm. it smells like a 72-year-old's been in my car. What does that smell like? It smells like a leather jacket that hasn't been washed since 1993 mixed with the waiting room of a hospital. Now, the big park in downtown London's called Victoria Park and I guess Santa's house has been there for a few months now. Yeah, since the pandemic began, I believe, they, there's a charity that does like a a thing where you go see Santa and they raise money for a good cause. And the town's now saying, um, I think you've kind of overstayed your welcome here at the Victoria Park. It's time to get the house out of the park. We have other events now. But the charity says Santa's house is so old and decrepit. If we move it, it'll get destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> Santa can't afford the repairs. He's like all of us, Santa. Maybe they should sell it for the charity. I've seen houses this size go for at least 500000 in Bayfield. Santa can couch surf with the Easter Bunny. Just chill out there for a minute and go drink with the Tooth Fairy. It'll be a good time until he's back on his feet. Guy in Hanover. Dumb criminal. Police were called after people noticed there was a guy with one of those pump jacks Walking down the main drag in Hanover, pulling a garden shed. Like a full-on shed. Like a full shed. Who steals a whole shed? Well, this guy does. And he went down Main Street. Yeah. Why wouldn't you take the back roads? I mean, this might be expected in Walkerton or something, but not Hanover. That's a full Walkerton uh -huh. move, buddy. Ha, 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 So I joke that this guy probably doesn't have friends because he's pushing the pump jack down the street by himself. Yeah, if you're going to steal a shed, buddy, you borrow a truck from a pal. No kidding, or you get a few friends to help you move it. Well, maybe he had a friend that he borrowed the pump jack from. <laughs> so, Could you imagine the police took that pump jack yeah. and the friend's like, buddy, I needed that. Ah, oh, it's my pump jack. That's for my work. Do we know no. how many charges he's facing? Not sure. But the worst charge? Loneliness. There was this senior's home in Minnesota. They wanted to do something special coming out of the pandemic. 
and they held an all-out spring break, including real drinking games, beer pong, and playing flip cup. Cornhole. They were doing jello shots, dude. Jello shots with alcohol. <laughs> this is at a senior's home. They were partying it up, dancing. Eunice, have a jello shot. Eunice, Eunice, Eunice. Woo. <laughs> Things got pretty wild. Apparently, some of them even stayed up until 8 p.m. Oh, it was a crazy party, man. <laughs> That's nuts, dude. They're going to be waking up late, like 7 o'clock tomorrow morning. My goodness. There was these dog owners that dumped a dog at a North Carolinian shelter, and they had the dumbest reason for dumping their dog. So, from what we understand, the dog wasn't, like, poorly behaved. Well, it was humping another male dog. This is a male dog. Thought that they might have a gay nine, a gay dog. Can dogs be gay? I don't know. Well, I'm sure they can. A lot of animals are. But the thing is, is, like, how could you be that homophobic that you're... <laughs> You're thinking that, oh, my dog, my big A. That's an impressive level of homophobia. No kidding. Like, you're intimidated by your dog's sexuality? (laughs) I've never once thought of that. In fact, my dog comes and cuddles with me all the time. Uh, I don't know, Matthew. That sounds pretty suspicious. I've never once thought, oh, my dog is attracted to me more than my wife. My dog must be gay. It's good that this dog is in different hands. Yeah, hopefully this dog finds a more loving family. There's this delivery driver in the UK, his story's being told by his daughter that realized her dad was eating dog biscuits for 20 years. Where was he getting these things? Get gas, and then he'd buy these little biscuits, eat them throughout the day. I haven't tried a dog treat before. I've tried cat food, and it tastes like cat food. Yeah. Would you not know the difference between, like, a normal cookie and a dog cookie? Well, you would think, but then I'm thinking about where this guy's from. He's from England. The British diet... There's just no substance. The dog food's a step up, maybe, from, like, (laughs) jelly deals and mashed peas. (laughs) You never hear of people going out for British food. This is true. It's never like, oh, I have a hankering for some British. Oh, you know what I feel like right now? I feel like some unseasoned fish. Love some sausage on top of mashed potatoes. Mm, There better not be any seasoning on that. So they've been testing a male birth control on mice. Because, you know, mice and men. They're pretty much the same thing. Yeah, we're pretty close genetically. They found this pill to be 99% effective with no obvious side effects in mice. So we're a little bit closer now to a male birth control pill. So the male mice take a pill and then they can't reproduce. Correct. Well, I want this to fight my pest problem as well. What do you mean? Well, if I have a male mouse in my house or a male and a female mouse, I don't want them creating more mice. I can tolerate living with maybe just a few mice, but not the whole colony of mice. So if I can find a way to get this to the mice in my home, problem solved. Killing the mice is also birth control. But it's also good if this works on people. It's revolutionary. Killing people? No, this drug. Oh, right. Yeah. We're, right. We're talking we're about talking birth about. control. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So getting a little closer, there are some birth control methods for dudes. We still have condoms. We still have the snip. If you want to get the snippy snip, you got yours many years ago. I got mine back in 2017, and uh, I decided to stay childless, which is why I got a vasectomy. I don't want children. Children don't want you either, so it works out good. It works out great for both of us. A couple years ago when I got my snippy snip, I was at the hospital. There's a few people doing it that morning, including uh, this family, a gentleman, and who I'm presuming was his wife or girlfriend, and their two kids. The kids were both under four. And the one was playing in the hospital waiting room garbage. 
Oh, my goodness. And they had to keep saying, sweetheart, can you get out of the garbage, please? But no, kid, keep playing in the trash. And you know how exhausted parents, especially parents of young children. Oh, I know. I've been there, man. They have that thousand-yard stare. I raised three of them. They are just fried. <laughs> They're doing their best. But, man, like, they can't think. That was these parents. Me and this guy kind of got out of the procedural room. We were, And I remember he kind of gave me a nod, and I gave him a nod. Oh, the nod, yeah. He just looked fried. And I was so happy. Trish was there with me. It's like, yay, no babies from now on. We oh, went out he- for breakfast. I so I'm hoping that guy is is listening. Yeah. We had our snip October 6th or 7th, 2017. If that was you, and you remember a, a strange bald brown man nodding at you in the Stratford Hospital, <laughs> I want to hear from you because I want to know how you're doing. The kids were just being crazy that morning. Uh, I guess it would have made his decision quite easy. Yeah. He ran <laughs> the operating room. Were your kids like that? Just nuts, not getting any sleep? Oh, some days. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. I hope you're doing all right, buddy. Meantime, I'm doing great. You spent yesterday worrying about your kids. I spent yesterday putting together a barbecue. It wasn't bad, man. That vasectomy was a good choice. But I love my kids. And I love my barbecue, so we it both worked out for both of us. I love my kids so much, I even like worrying about them, too. And you know what? I'm worrying about my barbecue. When am I going to hook up the propane tank to it? True. We're, we pretty much have the same struggles. <laughs> There's this great story coming out of West Kootenai, B.C. These farmers, they were looking out their window one day, and they noticed that their goat somehow got on top of their horse. And it seemed like the goat was riding the horse. A few weeks later, they saw it again. And they actually saw the goat climbing onto a bale of hay, (laughs) hopping onto the horse's back over and over again. And the horse would even reposition its body to make it easier for the goat to get on top. They were working together. They realized they had this wonderful symbiotic relationship where the goat could now reach things up in the trees and the horse would get nice massages from the goat. What a great relationship that is. Well, yeah. What a deal. We're all happy when the goat and the horse are friends, but I strike up a relationship with an animal and suddenly I'm not allowed back at the petting zoo. Some biased nonsense. I used to hate tests and exams. You think you know everything and then you wake up, oh my God, none of it's stuck in my brain. Foolishly imagine that, oh, maybe the school burned down last night or I'll be sick. Turns out they have a good excuse in Sri Lanka. They have no paper there. They have no paper? There's no paper. All tests and exams have been canceled at school. Oh, that's beautiful, right? (laughs) I never would have thought of that one. That's a beautiful thing. I would have never woke up on one of those mornings and thought, maybe the world will run out of paper. The other thing I never thought of back then was a worldwide pandemic. Yeah. I never had that on my bingo card. I hope the world shuts down. There are so many issues, Matt. Climate change, the other things. But you want to show people that when you're driving your car, you're thinking about the environment, but that you also have more money than them. Oh, yeah. Maserati has unveiled their new Gricali SUV. It comes in a gas version, like a normal car, and a fully electric version. If you don't know how much Maseratis are, you're too poor to own a Maserati. See, I would love to have one of these cars because they look beautiful. I want to be environmentally friendly, but I don't want people thinking I'm self-absorbed. Okay. Uh, You want a Prius then. You want to go own a Prius. Oh. Because you're poor too, right? Yeah. Yeah, Prius for you. We were talking about this NDP guy 
who was ousted from the party because they looked at his Facebook page and he was part of a... Islamophobia Facebook group. MPP Paul Miller, no longer part of the NDP. It got me curious about our own Matt Hussey. I checked out his Facebook page and I found something a little suspicious. What? So it says in your about section, it says lives in Godrich, Ontario, which is true. Okay. It also says from Godrich, Ontario. And I know you're not from Godrich, you're from Belgrave. So Matthew, my question to you is why do you hate Belgrave? I don't. I'm proud of being from Belgrave. I, okay, here's the thing. Growing up, before we had all this technology where you could just Google everything, someone asks you where you're from, and you start out with Belgrave. Oh, I'm from Belgrave. Where's that? Well, Wingham. I'm from Wingham. Where's that? Oh, Godrich? Where's that? <laughs> no, and then sometimes they would know Godrich, and then from Godrich I would go to... London. That was okay. the closest thing that people would recognize. But now we're north of London. They'd be like, oh, you're from England? No, no, London, Canada. So maybe when I was filling out my Facebook profile, I was just doing just that. I'm not yeah. ashamed. Just I always wanted to be part of something bigger in life. And Belgrave's just so small. Like, I always wanted to be part of a community that had more than one store. That's and then I, I could have went with Wingham, but have you been to Wingham? Yeah, you. Oh. I wouldn't want to tell people I'm from Wingham either. Yeah. You ever try and do something nice and it backfires? Rich guy in Chicago. He announced on his Twitter that he was going to give $200,000 away in free gas. 50 bucks at a time. 50 bucks per tank. 50 bucks teamed up with 10 gas stations. People, when they see that word free with the gas prices so high, they went nuts. They started lining up at 2 a.m. There was lineups around the city to the point where there were traffic jams everywhere. People did get their free gas, but then there was a whole bunch of people that complained that because of the traffic, they used more gas fighting the traffic. <laughs> it's like, and then this dude's like, I'm not going to apologize for doing something nice. Oh, Stop boy. your whining. Kind of the closest thing I can remember in Huron County a few years ago, Goddard residents will remember this. Yeah. We had a bunch of Anookshooks down at the beach. People were constructing Anookshooks. Yes. Hundreds of them along the beach, some small, some a little larger. They're a beautiful thing. A lot of people taking part, taking photos, huge on Instagram. It got families outside. It was such a wonderful thing until... There was somebody who leaned against one of the larger ones and uh, injured themselves. They broke a hip, I believe. Yeah, but who leans against a nookshooks? They broke a hip and then sued the town, uh, got a few tens of thousands of dollars. And then the town, to avoid any further lawsuits, had to demolish all the nookshooks and take all the little rocks Took out all there. the rocks away, spoiled <laughs> all the fun. It's just like... People try and do nice things, and all it takes is one person this to ruin it. takes one idiot to ruin it. Like, if I go to a party and there's a Jenga board set up, I know not to lean against the Jenga board. I love leaning against them and then suing the homeowners for everything they have. Yeah, that's basically it. That's why you have homeowners insurance. Half of being a good friend, a good parent, or anything is... Just being there. Got to be present. I hear that you're about right. about like being a parent early on. Like you don't know what you're doing. There's poo and toys everywhere. And I've always heard that it's just important to be present. You figure it out, but you got to be there. That's the half of it. And there's this 38-year-old out of Japan. He's made a whole career out of just being there. <laughs> His name's Morimoto. He nicknamed Rental-san. The rental dude. Yeah, much. the rental guy. <laughs> so people rent him just to be there 
if they don't have anyone to be at a certain thing. Is, uh, is he a prostitute? No, no, no. There's no like sexual favors or anything, but I think he would attend, say, a wedding with you. He's waited at the finish line of a marathon for someone who didn't have a familiar face at the end. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. It's like, hi, I'm here. Someone hired him to sit with them while they finished their thesis. <laughs> oh, that'd be boring work. He was hired to listen to healthcare workers describe their mental health toll during the pandemic. Just to be someone there, a set of ears. Just someone to vent to. What a cool idea that is for a job. That's kind of nice. Yeah. He could have sat with me. I built my barbecue yesterday. He could have sat with me and like chit-chatted with me while I built my barbecue. Yeah. I was just by myself there. Tools and styrofoam everywhere. Got your barbecue together. But I think you felt proud that you actually accomplished this on your own. But I had nobody to cook for. <laughs> well, he could have been there to eat burgers. There you go. Yeah. I want to cook food for somebody. I'll call up Morimoto, uh, the rental son. You know, I lived like just a few houses down, though. I have no idea who you are. I'm a good listener, too. On Tuesday, we were telling you this story of these terrible people that dropped off this dog at a shelter, said, we don't want the dog. The dog's gay because their dog started humping another male dog. And dogs do this because they do this sometimes to assert dominance or whatever. I've seen them do that, yeah. So really stupid. Like, how homophobic do you have to be? Yeah, that's a that's a whole... Oh, my dog. It's an impressive Uh, level of homophobia. The dog is gay. It's like, so what? And anyways, there's a happy ending to this story. A gay couple who's been together for 30 years adopted Fezco the dog. Nicely done. There you go. Nice stable household. Dog's in a good home. It reminded me of a time that we went to the dog park. One of the only times because it was so embarrassing. Took my dog Uber to the dog park and he did this whole assert dominance thing. He started humping another dog's face. What kind of dog was it? It was like one of those pug kind of dogs and it had a very flat face. The owners were outraged and I'm like, well, your dog's face looks like its butt. What do you expect? <laughs> I didn't say it out loud, but that's what I was thinking. I never really put that together. Yeah, but pugs have very butt-like faces. It, the face looks like the butt. So, I mean, he can't see that well. I don't know how well dogs can see. <laughs> don't put my dog down because your uh, dog's face looks like its butt. We've upset a lot of pug owners. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of single parents who have kids, it's hard for them to get out. Yes, Matthew, single parents have children. Obviously. Match.com has come out with a new app called Stir. Within the app, you can put in when your free times are, your me time. Sync up with someone else who has the same me time. Want to include more communities in the dating app. There should be a dating app just for farmers, right? Hook up at the right times. Like there's no dating in the fall and spring. It's way too busy. Or the summer. Also busy. Just in the winter. Just winter. Just winter. You could call it just winter. Dating app for farmers. Could be a dating app for musicians so they can hook up with other poor people. Sometimes I'll go down to the Godrich Beach and I'll see tourists and they're feeding the seagulls, grabbing the bread right out of their hands. And I'm like, don't do that. It's encouraging bad behavior. Apparently in Venice, Italy. So the seagulls are so bad there now that if you're eating like a sandwich... It'll just come right down and grab your sandwich right out of your hands. They'll dive bomb your Sammy. And it's to the point where it's bad for tourism. Hotels over there are giving tourists water guns to shoot at the birds if they come close to them. 
think we should hire someone down at the beach, maybe. They can just walk up and down, have a fancy water gun. At the top of the bluffs, we have a sniper in the trees with, like, a water sniper. A water sniper. He just picks off the seagulls. They sit on top of the lighthouse. American sniper style. <laughs> They but, accidentally hit the tourists that are acting up, too. So it works with people, too. We could do this at local council. Maybe Mayor Glenn McNeil at ACW Council. If there's uh, a councillor he disagrees with, gives them a couple squirts with the bottle, they run out of the room. Oh, yeah. And then council has their vote. It might impede democracy, but it also sounds hilarious. Great idea. Thieves stealing gas now. Please give them some tips on how to keep that gas in your tank. First of all, putting your car in a garage. So don't be poor. Yes. Be rich enough to have a garage. If you have two cars, try and get both cars in your two-car door garage. Yeah, if you have two cars, be richer than the first guys. Right. Come on. Park in a well-lit, well-traveled location. What if my house isn't there? This is Huron County. <laughs> Most places aren't well-traveled or well-lit. So basically, don't park anywhere in Huron County. Keep an eye out for suspicious behavior. If you see someone walking around with a garden hose and a gas can. There's literally Town of Goddard employees who walk around with a hose and a can watering the flowers. But if you see them, you call the police. Drive as far away as you can from them. Either way, your gas is gone. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.